Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of IFSO podcast series. The IFSO is an interdisciplinary research center for the Baltic Sea region studies that aims to analyze future challenges and opportunities in the countries of the region. Today, we want to introduce the Energy Research Group at the IFSO. The energy cluster of IFSO is mainly law and social sciences oriented, aiming to address some of the essential questions concerning the energy transition in the Baltic Sea region. I am Dr. Farid Karimi, the coordinator of the Energy Research Group. By training, I'm an environmental social scientist. And my guest is Professor Mishai Rodi, the speakers of research group. Professor Rodi is the chair of public, financial, environmental, and energy law at the Faculty of Law and Economics at the University of Greifswald in Germany. He's also director of Institute for Climate Protection, Energy, and Mobility, in short, ECAM, a Berlin-based think tank. Welcome, Professor Rudy, to this episode of IFSO podcast series. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I would like to start with a basic question, Professor Rudy. What is the status quo regarding energy security and energy transition in the Baltic Sea region? And what are energy hot potatoes in the region currently? Yeah, energy security and mm, I would now call it climate change policies, which is uh, behind energy transition, are definitely the the central challenges um, for energy policies in the Baltic Sea region. And on the one hand, uh, this area can, to my understanding, uh, serve as a laboratory for for energy transition. It has excellent preconditions and it is possible to reach the ambitious European Union climate goals already 20 years earlier in this region. Interesting. Then others can learn from this experience. So, on the other hand, we have energy security as a very relevant special topic in the region, especially, of course, for the former uh, Warsaw Pact states like Poland and, and, and the Baltic states. And there we have specific conflicts now with energy transitions as these states tend to rely on all sorts of energy as as backups from fossils uh, to nuclear. And it's clear they want to diversify uh, energy supply, reduce the risk of of dependence. And so these two topics are linked with each other in this laboratory, as to say. Yeah, and I, I think also we have some controversial project also in the region like Nord Stream 2 projects and 
we have various approaches and perceptions and threats perceptions of this project. So it seems a bit sometimes also complicated issue, this the issue of energy transition in these countries, having different countries with different energy policy and uh, political agenda, let's say. Yeah, exactly. So you mentioned this, what I would call the hottest potato yeah. in energy <laughs> yes. policies in the region. This is obvious, uh, the Nord Stream pipeline, yeah. or exactly the Nord Stream uh, pipelines. And, and as you mentioned, there are extremely different perceptions on it. And these are problematic for for the necessary common energy policy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, indeed, nobody really knows whether Nord Stream is helpful uh, for energy transition and even energy security. And yeah, in our cluster, uh, this is, of course, one of the big topics that we want to dive into. Yeah, but there are other hot potatoes. Uh, maybe they don't look so hot because they are evergreens. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If, you, if you think of the common Baltic Sea internal energy market, this is a central goal of EU policies. Mm-hmm. And here I see a window of opportunity that we now can uh, proceed, um, especially uh, I think the wind, uh, the wind power offshore is a is an opportunity here. Uh, we are already starting um, mm-hmm. uh, with projects how we can uh, combine and interconnect uh, the different uh, offshore plants and then uh, through these interconnect also uh, the the national energy grids uh, so i think this is a, a from a research perspective uh, really a hot potato and and a lot of opportunities uh, in it that's very interesting indeed i mean i think it's a unique uh, a unique uh, potential for the region having this huge capacity for wind power and thing with harnessing this potential a as you uh, rightly mentioned this region could be a laboratory and could be a kind of front runner for a energy transition in in the whole eu yeah and it gives when i may add this it gives uh, a special adds a special sense to to the fact that we are do, uh, we are studying energy uh, politics in a special area as this area is defined by the baltic sea and now what we are doing is in, is having a, a look in an activity directly combined with the sea uh, the offshore platforms and their interconnections so there is an answer to to those who who may ask why are you doing research on baltic sea uh, studies may make sense in historic or cultural aspects no it also makes sense in in energy policies we can see it here thank you thank you so much with this i would like to also announce to our uh, listeners in audience that a, we have a forthcoming book chapters. Professor Rudy and I 
in which we discuss some of the grand challenges for energy transition in the Baltic Sea region. So please stay tuned. This, this is a part of a book edited by our colleagues in Comenius University in Slovakia. Uh, Professor Rudy, I would like to ask uh, another question. Now we see, uh, we are now discuss the status quo in the region and, you know, uh, what are the goals and uh, what are the topics and what are the challenges. But the question is that why, uh, why the IPSO Energy Research Group? Why do we need such a research group, particularly in Greifswald? Why in Greifswald? Yeah, I think um, it is very clear uh, that Greifswald is located at the Baltic Sea and, and thus uh, Baltic Sea studies are um, um, a natural research focus of the University of Greifswald already for, for a long time. And many of my colleagues from different disciplines deal with Baltic Sea topics and um, have various um, corporations in, in the area. I think the time was just right to coordinate uh, these activities uh, in an institutionalized way. And if so, is this place a platform to do this? Um, and overall, I think this uh, is a milestone in the Baltic Sea uh, activities of, of the University of Greifswald. Great, thank you. Yes, and also, I think Greifswald is also, interestingly, a kind of energy hub somehow, having the first decommissioned the nuclear power plant in the world here, and also some uh, very sophisticated research on nuclear fusion uh, in Greifswald, and also uh, this controversial Nord Stream project uh, arrives in this city. So also in a in a practical terms, also Greifswald is very relevant city to conduct uh, research uh, on energy transitions in the Baltic Sea region. Yeah, you are you are fully right. Uh, since I think more than 15 years, I am organizing yearly the Interdisciplinary and International Summer Academy, Energy and the Environment. And the guests from all over the world who come to this more or less tiny town, if I may say, are amazed that this is a place to study, practically study energy. And you have mentioned worldwide uh, respected and uh, observed energy activities, um, we can add uh, still uh, offshore, the offshore again, offshore wind is, is, is landing um, in, in Greifswald and there is uh, re research in, um, in the region on uh, storage um, options. Um, so there's even more, but I would say uh, having the first uh, nuclear power plant decommissioned, um, having one of the very few nuclear fusion research centers worldwide and Nord Stream uh, hub. Uh, this is really amazing. Yeah. Yes, great. And so another question, Professor Rudy, is that what is the vision then 
for the IFSO Energy Research Group in general and for developing and advancing a science policy platform and conducting responsible research with measurable social impact in particular. I'm asking this question because actually you are a professor who, who is not just sitting at the university. You are a director of think tank. You have been involved with uh, uh, advising uh, governments in Germany, in uh, Vietnam. So you, you have a, a kind of practical experience also parallel with your scientific experience. So I think this is a question for you that how do you see the vision of this center, particularly for having some social impact? Could you please elaborate on this? Yeah, I was actually very happy uh, uh, about the activities um, and the work uh, my colleague, Professor Nord, uh, has done uh, to set up um, uh, IFTSO. As this really meets uh, uh, sort of my uh, tradition to do uh, research in an interdisciplinary and, and international way, as I have done it in the before-mentioned Summer Academy or, as you mentioned, uh, in my institute, uh, ICAM. And I see exactly that IFSO uh, stands for also for this uh, mission to bring together research on Baltic Sea topics from various uh, disciplinary aspects and bringing uh, together researchers from Baltic Sea countries. So this is indeed uh, also an interdisciplinary and international uh, approach. And I'm sure, uh, according to my experience working like this, uh, that we can develop specific solutions for the region. And uh, these solutions, I hope, but I'm also sure, will have measurable impacts on, on laws and policies in the Baltic Sea states, but also on the European level hopefully and probably. So this mission for, uh, for IFTSO, I, you mentioned it's, uh, it's practical. Yeah, it's research rooted in a, in a region. And uh, I'm sure it will, it will contribute to the development of the region. Great, exactly. Uh, I would like to also add the fact that currently EU focus on this and the issue of energy transition. We have uh, lots of discussion around uh, uh, EU Green Deal and so forth. And I think this is a very right time to have uh, such a research center focusing on this region with research with pragmatic approach and, and implications. And I, uh, I think Hopefully, we can produce also some policy brief in future uh, in parallel with our scientific publications. So we can also contribute to the policy making and also helping wider audiences to, to learn about energy transition, whether from policymaker or just general public community. Yeah, I fully share your your vision. So 
I mentioned the interdisciplinary aspect and when you uh, when our guests look at the different clusters um, where if so is specialized then it gets clear how challenging this is also for the for the energy sector uh, and energy policies if you think of sustainable development um, or uh, security questions we already mentioned um, the question of energy uh, security so um, this this uh, we bring together and I'm sure that we will have uh, relevant output um, and the Green Deal uh, now with its ambitious goals. I mentioned already uh, that uh, Europe shall look to the on the Baltic Sea or to the Baltic Sea states and see whether um, these things can be achieved. Baltic Sea as a laboratory and we will find out the proper solutions that can then be transferred on to other countries or on a European uh, scale. Great. Uh, thank you so much, Professor Rudy, for your time. Do you have anything more to add? Yeah, I first uh, thank you very much for inviting me. And uh, yeah, I just want to mention that, uh, of course, uh, IFTSO is growing and we are only at the beginning. Um, we will have a lot of doctoral students, uh, PhD students who will work with us. And I hope very much uh, that some of the listeners uh, will be among these researchers at IFSO and, and work together with us. Great. That is an excellent remark. Yes, I hope this conversation, uh, this interview motivates uh, many young researchers, young students to consider and follow us and uh, apply for our upcoming position, as you, as you mentioned. But uh, with this, I would like to thank you one more time for your time, and I wish you a great time. And I'm uh, looking forward for other episodes, hopefully hosting you and discuss further questions with you. Yes, I'm. I'm ready, and we will we will report on on progress of our research. Thank you very much. All right, this is the end of this episode. And thank you for listening this interview. If you want to learn more about IFSO, please follow us on social media. We are available on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Spotify, and YouTube. Have a great time and goodbye. <music>